Is your wallet a little lighter than usual after the holiday season? Consider it money well spent because you deserve to live your best life and the Chime checking account wants to help you live yours to the fullest. A little extra money goes a long way, which is why the Chime checking account has tons of benefits that millions of members love, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and access to over 60,000 easy-to-find and fee-free ATMs. You even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit, all while managing your money on the go, including sending and receiving money fee-free with friends that aren't even on Chime. Sign up for Chime today for you and your wallet. Get started at Chime.com Goals24. That's Chime.com Goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and I've got a very special guest with me. Kind of a surprise move. What's going on, Tom, from NPR? Uh, I, you know, not much. I don't. I don't think it's that much of a surprise. I come on pretty regularly. They, your, your listeners either love me or hate me. I'm guessing at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they're anything like me, they hate you. I know that. So there's, there's that. Yeah, love to hate. You know, I'll take <laughs> but it's a little bit of a surprise because I talked, I talked you, conned you into doing two episodes talking about movies. I think this is going to be good. We're doing one, and they haven't even announced the Oscar nominees yet. We're just gonna, we're gonna look at that. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think I, I, I know I get paid to talk politics a lot more than I get asked to talk movies ever. So I'll, I'll take the chance to talk movies anytime <laughs> I want. I tried talking politics with you and another guy. It didn't work, didn't work out so well. Oh, not for him. He's, he's gone. I <laughs> defeated him, as I recall. <laughs> he vanquished him. You sent him back to his hole. He's hiding under an elevated train right now. <laughs> That's right. All right, I'm ready for movies, though. Okay, 2021. I mean, we talked in 20, 2020, you know, about the 2020 movie season, and that was kind of a really mixed bag. Oh, and you, you think you know everything. You said people wouldn't be loving Nomadland. I mean, look at that. That's all people talk about now is Nomadland this, Nomadland that. Yeah, big part of the conversation. I think, uh, you know, I don't know how many people made it to the end. I think people in theaters <laughs> made it to the end of it. On Hulu, I'd love to see those numbers, though. <laughs> yeah, probably not very many. All right, so it, was this kind of like a more normal year in your mind, or was it still really weird? Um, it, it's both in the, in the sense that movies were coming out in theaters that sometimes people went to see, uh, and there were a lot of streaming movies. I think the, the big change is the landscape shifted where unless you are a fan of Marvel, then you really just got accustomed to seeing movies at home and to watching them on whatever streaming site they happen to be premiering on, or just maybe you got used to renting them on Amazon in a way that you didn't before. Because uh, the the implicit became explicit, which is really nobody's ever going to make that much money at the theaters anymore unless you have Spider-Man in your movie. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't like massive numbers, wasn't it? Spider-Man? 
Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's number four domestic wow. uh, already right now in a year where no, nothing else. I mean, like I think Dune was considered a big hit and it barely cracked a hundred million. Uh, Spider Man's over seven hundred million right now. So I, I guess what that tells me is I don't know that there's that much hesitation from the movie going audience in general. They'll still see something they're excited about. They're just only excited about soulless content. <laughs> so the movie theaters are now just a kind of uh, an extension of amusement parks. Yes, a hundred percent. And I think we, I think we knew that, right? That wasn't, I mean, we were all kind of worried about that. That's why some people were uneasy with the Marvel takeover to begin with. And now it's just like, we're there. We put, we jumped forward a few steps this year. I kind of felt that way watching gravity thinking, I feel like this is just an amusement park ride. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could maybe trace it back to James Cameron, you know, uh, King of the world with avatar sort of said, Hey, I think this is probably the future for movies. And as usual, he was right. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see what the how right he is, you know, in five to ten to twenty years when we see Avatar two. Well, yeah, I don't know about the Avatar. I wouldn't. I, I, I you can't bet against James Cameron because you will lose, I guess. But I, I don't understand the bet on we need Avatar four, five, six, seven, eight. You know, immediately. Uh, not immediately <laughs> that, that there will be an appetite for it in a decade. Uh, that doesn't really make sense to me. But as far as the general trend that. It's not really about the art. It's not about the characters, the thinking. It's just about, oh, this cool thing is going to jump out at me. You know, amusement parks, right? Yeah. He was on the money there. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think so. All right. Like I said, we're going to talk about who we think is going to win the Academy Award without a nominee list. How about that? That's some real balls here, man. Well, what would be harder is if none of the Guild nominations had come out yet, because you can kind of track a line between what overlap there is in the guilds to what likely will make it and sometimes even you have a front runner immediately just because only one of them will get nominated for all of them uh so i i I don't mean to hijack here but maybe we could start there as kind of an overview of the guild situation oh please do please do take over so uh none of the leading contenders have scored slots in all of the four top guild awards so that's the writers guild producers guild directors and screen actors guild um, but also not all of them qualify. So that sometimes is kind of a wild card in there. Like Quentin Tarantino, for example, is not a member of the guilds because he doesn't like them. And so he will not get nominated for those, but then he gets nominated and sometimes wins the Oscar. So, you know, there's a, a chance for a little bit of an upset there. And the big story there would be Power of the Dog, which isn't eligible for all of them, probably would be up there because it's getting a lot of attention. Um, but we have Belfast, Licorice Pizza, West Side Story, and Dune are all with three out of four major Guild Awards. Mm. So I'd say those those are your big hitters. So I have, okay, you, you've seen them all, right? Yes, I have. What? Where's your head at? What, what, what is the power of, of power of dog? Power of the dog? The, the power of the dog. The really power? nice. Oh. Right? Yeah. It rolls off the tongue. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I have seen them all. And we have a mixture of movies that are theatrical and are streaming. So uh, Power of the Dog is a Netflix movie. And as far as I understand, it's been fairly successful as far as Netflix streams go. The others were all theatrical, except Dune was simultaneously on HBO Max. I'm a little surprised to see that on there. It didn't seem like a big prestige movie, but I guess it's, you know, I don't know. It's one where they're trying to pick something that's popular but isn't Spider-Man. West Side Story flopped hard. Licorice Pizza flopped hard. Belfast didn't really make any money, but didn't cost much. So it's okay. The big story here is... Nobody's really watching or talking about any of these nominees. I think that's that's the weird thing about it. It really is, isn't it? Like, I don't even... You, the Power of Dog, is that the... That's the gay cowboy one? It's the gay cowboy one. And, you know, uh, precedent says you can bet on a gay cowboy <laughs> pretty well at the Oscars. I think that's what they said in South Park, that all independent film is just gay cowboys eating ice cream. 
We're yeah, and they, and they were right. Uh, we're back to gay cowboys. Um, well, and they also Belfast was Kenneth Branagh trying to make an Oscar movie, so he made a black and white movie uh, that looks it's really quirky, whimsical, and kind of autobiographical. So it, you know, he checked off all the boxes. Like if I were to Google how do I make an Oscar winning movie, it'd probably be I'd, I'd end up with Belfast. Uh, Licorice Pizza is charming, but a little bit controversial because it deals with a. 25 year old falling in love with a 15 year old and you know it's it's not like a it's not a sexual movie but definitely there i people who are uncomfortable with that i get that i understand that i think that's fair really leaning Uh, into the cuties (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's less sexual than cuties i'd say interestingly whoa whoa. but you know nevertheless is that Um, that's that pta paul thomas anderson yeah and it's you know like it's a it's a charming comedy which also doesn't bode well for it because, you know, like you think back to movies that were big Oscar hitters, but were most mostly comedies, kind of dramas. You got stuff like Sideways, which are great at getting nominations, but not great at winning anything. Uh, so it's probably in that category. That's good. I don't, I don't want to see PTA win an Oscar and just you strutting around like the cock of the walk. Well, not, yeah, not to be not to spoil where we're going with this, but I think if, you know, if it gets serious attention. It's seen as a culmination of PTA not winning Oscars up to this point. Oh man. Hard, Cause they ignored him on hard eight, his best movie. <laughs> yep. They've been ignoring him since then. Um, oh. West side story. Uh, I think everybody seems to love it. Not my thing, you know, like whatever. I, I got nothing against these West side story fans. That's fine. Not, not any, I got, I'm bored by the whole thing. You I don't think, like musicals uh, or you don't like West side story specifically. I can I can get into musicals on occasion. Uh, West Side Story has never done it for me. I think there, there's something about like I'm supposed to buy into these tough guy gangsters who are all like prancing around snapping at each other. That just doesn't work for me. Was that Norm MacDonald who was on Saturday Night Live making fun of that? Like, like I'm here to stab somebody. What are you guys doing dancing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he hit the nail on the head. For okay. Me. okay. Um, yeah. And dude, I know you've been waiting for Paul Atreides not only to take over Arrakis, but also the Oscars. And this might be, you know, his best bet. Ooh, don't do it though. That's the lesson of the novel. You need to you need to read the books. Don't let those people take control. That's that's a bad move. But I liked Dune. I, I wasn't crazy about it. I didn't realize Dune had problems until you were asking me questions like, "Who are the Benny Jesuit exactly?" I was like, "Oh fuck!" They really yeah. didn't explain that shit, did they? One of these space witches is uh, you know <laughs> something I need a little explanation on. Yeah, well, good uh, good job, Denise. There's probably some joke about Harvey Weinstein and uh, the Baron guy, right? I don't. You you can fill that one in. Add that in post. Uh, the Baron doesn't care about plants in his office. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So anyway, these are our, these are our big ones. But Dune is the only one that really did okay at the box office, and I'd say it was considered successful under the context of nothing is really making that much money. So it did. I think it did like three hundred and fifty million or something worldwide, which is okay. But for a movie that cost almost two hundred million, you know, that's really you'd want that to make a billion. Um, so, you know, that, that one is a, maybe our most popular going in as far as general audiences go. Mm-hmm. West side story is probably the most beloved among industry people, but yeah, nobody saw that. That movie flopped. I mean, Spielberg has apparently no regular audience right now. Maybe they've all died off. Maybe so. So uh, West side story, uh, it's like another La La Land that this is going to be completely forgotten very, very soon. Although La La Land made half a billion dollars. That movie. Really? Yeah. Everybody saw that movie. I even enjoyed it. I thought it was wow. a nice movie. You know. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not here to throw too many barbs at you. No gangsters in that one. I guess that's the formula for me. Take out the gangsters, and then I'll and then I'll watch your musical. Oh, yeah, that's it. All right. So I sent you. Do you want to do it? You want to make our picks, our official picks? Yeah. 
It's okay. You you have the odds in front of you from Bet365, and I put it. I'm so nice. I put implied probability too, so you could see what the odds, you know, what the yep. percentages are. You dumbed it down for me, and I, I appreciate did. It. I did. So, what are we think? Best picture. Let's do it. Who are we going to put our money on? So the safe bet, like we've already kind of said, is gay cowboys tend to do pretty well. And in this case, the power of the dog was being hailed as a masterpiece the second it started hitting the festival circuit. It uh, had a little bit of a run in theaters, but then I think it was number one on Netflix for a few weeks. So enough people have probably seen it. And people also see this as kind of a legacy for Jane Campion. Um, So I, I think it's a movie that Honestly, it's fine. I didn't hate it or anything. I thought Cumberbatch was honestly pretty bad in it, but everybody else seems to love him. <laughs> and so, yeah, if I'm looking for the probably safest bet, I'd go Power of the Dog. Power of the Dog, plus 175. All right, that's a nice little payout. Nice little yeah, payout. I think there's a chance for Belfast, so if we're looking for an upset from there, but also a fairly safe movie that <laughs> nobody saw at all, um, it's Belfast. So, um, okay, so, so we got plus 175, plus two and a quarter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think your your markets are right on the money as far as that goes. Other than you know, they put West Side Story above Belfast. I'd, I'd move I'd move Belfast just to, just up one. Oh, so we're getting value. You would say on Belfast. There we go. We're getting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now I, I thought there's there's probably an interesting bet about what actually makes it into the nominees, and I don't know if this is going to go up in time for that to be interesting. But as far as upsets for Best Picture, uh, I think Spider Man and No Time to Die are worth maybe considering. To get to sneak in as a nominee, yes. Mm, okay, so give me your nominee list. Who's it going to be, top to bottom? Um, so, Power of the Dog, Belfast, yeah. West Side Story. I mean, it's going to be fairly boring, right? Okay. Drive Drive My Car is a Japanese movie that's everybody really likes. It is a very good movie. It's one of those three hour long slow human dramas that nobody's going to watch, but Ugh, it is. Not. That sounds that sounds delightful. <laughs> uh, three hour long, uh, you know sort of horror sociological horror satire movies we have don't look up which i think gets nominated for a lot doesn't win anything controversial Uh, controversial movie right well i think that the people who nominate stuff i mean we're talking about a a generally los angeles centric group of individuals i think it's probably their type of movie you know it's a it's a sort of it's a sort of uh, it's an Adam McKay movie that looks down on a lot of the country. And oh. I think that, that'll that'll work for people. Yeah, people did they lean into that. They they love that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and Leo, you know, they're they're loyal to Leo. Oh yeah. Um, Licorice Pizza, I think, does make the cut. And then the, the biggest issue here is we don't know how many nominees we're looking at. So those are my ones for I think safe bets. Uh, I think Dune has a very good chance of getting in there. But yeah, I think the the question I have is the Academy has gotten, uh, it's taken a nosedive in terms of viewership numbers over the past several years. And I wonder if there's some pressure to try to get some more widely appreciated movies in there. And I don't think Dune is the one that's going to get a bunch of young people to tune into the Oscars. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I mean, Spider-Man, I, there's a case to be made. It's the movie everybody saw. It's smashing all these records in a time when nobody expected a movie to do that. You know, does, does that mean it really shouldn't be part of the best picture you know, conversation? I don't have the answer to that, but I, I think that'd be a worthy bet. And then Bond might be the more palatable option for the same sort of, uh, you know, uh, the same attempt at numbers. Yeah, I mean, and Bond had a lady director, as I recall, right, too? So, I mean, you can No, check. no, no. Just a man named Carrie. Oh, is a man named Carrie. Yeah, I see how you got. I mean, sometimes they post. It's hilarious. They'll post the, like, the ballots 
from people in the academy and they'll give some commentary on how they voted and it'll be stuff like that like it'll yeah. be like yeah so it's about time we give a woman an oscar so i went with carrie fukunaga for bond i had no idea i really thought it was a chick the whole time <laughs> well that's fine you're not you're not in the academy i'm saying in the academy they, they're not much more knowledgeable than you are about this stuff okay <laughs> so okay so we have a list of nominees very good we're gonna we know we're gonna do power of the dog we know we're gonna do belfast that's really cool that's best best picture in 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 the can. Let's say to use the yeah. vernacular yeah. here. That's right. Yeah, yeah. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Actor. Best actor. It's Will Smith and nothing else, right? Um, so Will Smith did the thing that's a good bet for winning an Oscar, which is uh, be it a boring movie where you play a guy who's who was alive at some point and you cry a lot. Um, so, you know, good for him there. Honestly, though, I think this is Cumberbatch's to lose. You said he was bad. He was bad, but nobody else seems to agree with me. Also, you know, let's not pretend that quality has a whole lot to do with what wins at the Academy Awards. I'm, I'm shocked. So Benedict Cumberbatch, power, he's, he's the main dude in the... He's the main dude. He's the gay cowboy. Uh, he he plays. It's I mean, he's sort of like diet Daniel Plainview. Um, sorry to bring up PTA again, oh, but boy. you know how in, in There Will Be Blood, there's some ambiguity about his sexuality, about what exactly is going on there. Is he, you know, it, is there something there? Is it just ambiguous to be ambiguous? I don't know. This one kind of like jumps into that space and really stays there the whole movie. It's got a Johnny Greenwood score. It's shot like there will be blood. Uh, and, you know, that worked out pretty well for Daniel Day-Lewis, people liking this one. So, yeah, that's where I'd put my money. Oh, wow. Okay, so we're getting plus 450 on that. Nice. That's some real value there. Yeah, I, I don't think Will Smith has the legacy of a guy who has done so many great performances where a lot of the time, unless you're in the right prestige movie that has enough of a conversation around it, that's your way to win. Like Gary Oldman was great in a hundred thousand movies. And then finally they were like, all right, he played Winston Churchill and now he's kind of old. Let's just give him it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't think Will Smith is there. He's not there. He's not there. He hasn't reached a true grit John Wayne level yet. Right. Although another person who has, I think is Denzel Washington with Macbeth. I think that's a real chance. He'd be my vote for an upset. Really? Plus 1,400 there. We'll throw a few bucks there. So Denzel's got an Oscar, doesn't he already or no? Uh, yeah, I think he does. But also, you know, this is a movie where it's not going to get a whole lot of other attention. And he is good in it. And I think the Academy, <laughs> there's enough old people in the Academy to be tickled by a black and white Macbeth adaptation that stars a black man. Oh. Okay. They'll feel like this is this is really doing doing the work. You know, we're really bettering society by giving Denzel an Oscar for playing Macbeth. Well, they fucked him over Malcolm X, and <laughs> maybe this time to make good on that one. Yeah, like he is good at it. So you know, I, I think there's a real chance for that. I think this is probably not Bardem's year, although he is, as we talked about, I think before we started recording, he's the best part of being the Ricardos. He is really good in that. Of course, Des Desi was the best part of I Love Lucy, but you know, see, they're here nor there. 
All right, so I locked him in. We got Benedict Cumberbatch plus 450, Denzel plus 1400. Denzel did get best supporting actor for Glory. Do you remember Glory? I do remember Glory. It was yeah. how the Civil War and the and and you know, the the, the first black troops affected Matthew Broderick. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh you know, so that I think that adds to my case which is the they will probably want him to have a more interesting Oscar. Some people will think of it that strategically. And I think this might be easier. I love it, man. Let's hit that. Uh, nice little payout. Best actress. It looks like it's Nicole Kidman's to lose. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. Um, I think once, like we just talked about, she did the right thing. She plays a person who was alive. She cried a lot. Uh, you know, she is. She talks a lot in that movie. This is the year of actors doing the most possible acting, and uh, she, she's up there uh, for better you, or worse. And you didn't like the movie. Let's just. You didn't like being the Ricardos at all. I, I you know, I, I don't hate the story. I don't hate. Lucy or Desi. I think I did hear that uh, Aaron Sorkin said he has no affection for I Love Lucy or Desi or anything about this. This was a paycheck movie yeah. uh, and it was a way to chase Oscars. I think, you know, Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem are chasing Oscars and they picked a movie where they do a lot of acting. And then uh, I think Amazon is chasing Oscars as well and they haven't quite figured out how to make a movie that gets like a Best Picture nomination. So they're going for the uh, the acting uh, the acting nods. I gotcha. I gotcha. All right. So what is Nicole Kidman? Plus 110. So we're not getting a ton of value, but we're still getting the plus line. So that's, that's all right. Yeah. Anything else we should look at in best actress? So the conventional wisdom is that Kristen Stewart and Olivia Coleman do have good shots. Uh, Olivia Coleman just won. So I think that it's, it's rare. It's not unheard of, but it's rare to win two years in a row. So I'd say, you know, there's a possibility of an upset there, but I, I personally wouldn't bet on that. K-Stu has become, she went from being a truly horrendous actress to being pretty good, I'd say. Uh, Spencer, the movie where she plays, plays Princess Diana, definitely is in that same category of playing a real-life person who cries for 40% of the movie and acts a lot. Uh, so she's doing the right things, but I think she's young enough that nobody will feel like she has earned it in that legacy sense. And I, th- I think she'll, she will win an Oscar someday, probably not this year. Not this um, if I'm going to go real upset, I think that there is a chance that Lady Gaga runs away with this for her Dracula, her performance as Dracula in House of Goop. <laughs> was that a good one at all? I have not seen that one yet. Was it any good? <laughs> um, you know, it's it's like a schlocky, you know, campy sort of movie, which honestly, I'd rather see more of that stuff get into the Oscars than the really, really dry stuff anyway. Um, so, yeah, it's fine. You know, whatever. There are worse movies on this right. list. Lady Gaga is uh, plus 1,200. To, to yeah. win, so I like that. That's a that's a bold prediction. The, the uh, odds makers give her seven percent chance. If you watch any interviews with the cast and you just see how truly irritated they were acting around her, trying to do a method thing and not even getting an accent that humans have ever spoken in, it is truly hilarious. I love it. I love it. Oh no, I have to go. I'm going to have to search this one out now. <laughs> Adam Driver in particular seems to have no patience for it, and I love it. Bitch, you just did like you know Star Wars. I mean, how you, yeah. you would think his tolerance levels through the roof. I mean, this is a guy who walked out of a Terry Gross interview because she tried to play a clip of him. So I don't know. I think he's a diva. You think so? Yeah. Oh, he was on Girls, right? Wasn't it his big? Yep. He, oh. he started off having a lot of sex with Lena Dunham on TV, and he has the audacity to walk out of a Terry yeah. Gross interview that's, with Lady Gaga. That's acting. That is acting right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Best director. It looks like it's a foregone conclusion. 83% chance that uh, old Jane gets it for Power of the Dog. Yeah, I I think it'd be tough to bet otherwise because once again, 
We're looking at legacy years. She has not made a movie in, I think, 13 or 14 years. That's not uh, necessarily th- a bad thing, I just want to say. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, for, for a couple of reasons, one of which maybe 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 we were fine without your movies. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I mean, you, the piano, right? That's her best yeah. movie. And mm, yeah, it was yeah, OK. Sure. That yeah. fucking that 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 sex flick with Meg Ryan um, in the cut. Yeah, not the best. Oh, that was bad. Oh, that was bad. I, yeah, I'm. You know, I I don't I don't want to be too mean because like whatever. She's a person making original movies that have some personality, <laughs> and we don't really have a lot of that in general. Yeah, but yeah, none of her stuff really works for me personally, and this year is no exception. But I think that people would be happy to give it to her. I think uh, certainly the fact that she is a, an older woman who has a a career mm-hmm. of making acclaimed movies is working in her favor. Okay. Okay. All right. So it's minus 500. I'm not even going to bet it. There's, I'm not going to yeah. put up 500 to win a hundred. I think my, my other bet, which I, I sort of hinted at before would be if we want an upset, I know it's maybe if it wasn't controversial, I think this would be PTA's year. And I think there's not a 0% chance that he does get it as somebody who they just want to give him one to kind of shut up about PTA. So licorice pizza, best director plus 1600. I think there's a chance. You think there's more than a 5% chance? Yes. Okay. Good enough yeah. for me. And I'm looking at the other names on the list. Like David O. Russell's not far behind. He's never going to win an Oscar, right? Uh, I mean, I, I would love to watch him like strangle Warren Beatty on stage. <laughs> he was going to kill Lily Tomlin. That's yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, I hope that disqualifies you from winning an Oscar, honestly. That's a pretty bad one. Yeah. I, 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 I heart Huckabee should disqualify you from making movies anymore, period. But oh, boy. <laughs> What yeah, about I, your boy, uh, Joel, Joel Cohen? Joel Cohen, I mean, the fact that he has 100 nominee, nominations, yeah. and this this was not, it's a very artsy movie for a Cohen to make in a way that was not especially fun. I think there's a good chance he gets nominated. I don't think it's his year to win. Okay, okay. So that's it. It's just, we either dump it on PTA or we're just kind of stay out of it for best director. Yeah, because like I don't know if Spielberg winning for West Side Story, which is a, a remake of a beloved movie that won a lot of Oscars in the first place, that that feels like it'd be a weird choice. Uh Kenneth Branagh, I guess maybe what's holding me back from wanting to say go with him is I I have to hope that people see that this his movie was such a such a just like uh generic attempt at making an Oscar movie. Like like surely somebody holds that against him, right? Or at least enough people do that he can't eke out a win. But we'll see. I don't know. I wouldn't have thought Trump would win. So, you know, who knows who's going to win what anymore? Yeah, but you were, I mean, you called it on our last political show about who won. So. It's, it's still disputed, as I, as I understand. Oh, I mean, come on. All right. King, King Trump and his castle in Florida has a different narrative. <laughs> Everybody has a different narrative these days. I'm looking through Kenneth Branagh. I, I can't recall him doing much lately as a director, has he? Belfast? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He makes a oh, bunch he of. He's cranking them out now. Studio crap. He made Thor. Um, he made uh, some like Artemis Fowl, which I guess is like a young adult series or something. Hmm. Um, he he made oh he made uh, what what's the not Death on the Nile that's the new one, but he made the one the Murder on the Orient Express. Oh right, yeah. right. I hadn't seen a movie of his since Hamlet in the theater, and I guess I just kind of well, I guess Thor. I did see Thor. Yeah, he made a Jack I mean, Ryan know? movie too. <laughs> Which are that was oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. No, he's just been you know he's been making money, working steadily, and whatever. That's great and all, but uh, I, I I don't blame him. He's sort of like, hey, I'm not really trying that hard, and I'm doing pretty well. Why don't I not try that hard and get an Oscar too? Oh well, good for him. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. 
Anything else? Like night, you you shut out Nightmare Alley completely. I know you're. You, this is like a it. complicated um, thought process you had with this movie. <laughs> yeah, I came around to it. Um, I I had to think about it. I think more than I expected to. And I, it, it's just not a crowd pleaser in any sense. It's a dark movie. It's it's too long for sure. Uh, and the fact that it just nobody in the whole world like you know none of these movies really made money but that one it was the biggest fox searchlight movie in history it had like a like 65 million dollar oh. budget and it's struggling to hit 10 million oh. uh and just yeah no talk no buzz really as far as i can tell it is well directed bradley cooper is very good in it you know i i, I think in a in a in a i don't know if this came out five years ago it probably would do a lot better no no blade two jumping up to represent huh blade two fans <laughs> Blade Two, yeah, it, you know, okay. Well, let me get your impression on some of this. As far as Blade Two, Spider Man, these sorts of things, if a movie's popular and fun, should it be part of the, the Oscar uh, the Oscar conversation? I don't see why not, right? I don't. Th- I mean, there's some movies that are good and popular and fun that aren't good or fun, just popular, and I think those should be shut out. But no, I don't, I don't necessarily think you should look your nose down. I mean, at some of these movies. Yeah, that's kind of where I land. And I guess Dune is our fun pick. Although I don't know that I'd call it a fun movie exactly. I mean, it does have big worms. I guess that's fun. <laughs> I don't think it's that fun. I, I, I don't expect that one to make a make a big splash at the Oscars. Um, I'm trying to I'm scanning the list here to see if anything else jumps out at me. No, not really. Last night in Soho sucked. I, don't, I haven't met a single person that seemed to like it. Yeah, I wanted to. I I'm one of those people. I, every time Edgar Wright makes a movie, I really want to like it just because there are three that I think are great. Uh and he's let me down a lot now. Oh man, he just needs to get back with Nick Frost, right? They need to get the gang back together. They they're just not yeah. that good. I mean, Jesus Christ, Nick Frost wrote Star Trek Beyond or um yeah, he Frost wrote Star Trek Beyond, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't yeah. that. That was okay. No, they, I, well it's, it's weird how just their movies are very bland when they don't have each other. And usually when you t- put two bland people together, you don't get this like bastion of unique humor and pacing and structure, but for some reason it works for them. It does. It really does. Uh, no love for the French dispatch. Um, so Wes Anderson got uh, a bunch of Oscar nominations for grand Budapest hotel. He got nominated for best animated feature for Isle of dogs. I mean, he is, he's a regular, but another thing, it's just like, you know, he's doing the same thing. It's not like when the Coens did Fargo, that was a huge shift away from like Hudsucker Proxy. And I think the Academy liked that there was something new happening. Wes Anderson has given up on the new, I think, at this point. So it, it wouldn't shock me to see him maybe get a nomination, but I, I seriously doubt he wins this year. Okay, so we got it all in. We got it all in. I placed the bets. I'll... Uh... I'll split the money with you when we make bank on what was our big one? Our Lady Gaga plus twelve hundred. Oh, yeah. There we That's go. Right. Yeah, we're gonna make some bank on that. Denzel and Lady Gaga. That's it. That, get, come on, let's do it. Let's cash it. All right, Tom. You still making movies? Still reporting for NPR? Yes, yes. Um, yeah, new movie. Uh, well, we should have some dates like festivals and then eventually streaming dates sometime soon here. I don't have anything important to throw out right okay. now. Tom is a very analog man working in a digital world. Just, just saying. <laughs> I'm happy to go digital. I just don't know how. No one's, <laughs> no one's asking me to. All right, I will keep everybody posted. If you ever want to see a quirky, quirky low budget indie comedy coming from Tom, I'll keep you all posted. Tom, always great chatting with you, man. Good to talk to you too. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. 
Danielson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.